Today's reading is taken from 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verses 1, all the way through to the end, and verse 22. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all of the duties of your ministry. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have kept the faith. Now, there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Do your best to come to me quickly for Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me now. Get Mark and bring him with you, because he is helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Titius to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus, Atroas, and my scrolls, especially the parchments. Alexander, the metal worker, did not did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. At my first defence, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. But may it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all Gentiles may hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Finally, Priscilla and Aquila and the household of Onesiphorus Erastus stayed in Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. Do your best to get here for winter. Ebulus greets you, and so do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers. The Lord be with your spirit, and grace be with you. This is the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Thank you so much, Simon. That was wonderful. And happy birthday, Sandy, for Tuesday. This morning, we're looking at Paul's second letter to Timothy. Paul was the apostle who met the resurrected Jesus on the Damascus Road some 30 years earlier. And Jesus had commissioned Paul to go to the non-Jewish world, to the Gentile world, and tell people about the good news of the gospel of grace. And Paul had been faithful to Jesus and he traveled vast distances throughout what's modern day Turkey and on into Europe. And on one of these journeys, he'd recruited a young man called Timothy. And Timothy had gone along with Timothy on his journeys as he traveled from place to place. Paul had established a church in Ephesus and he received word after he'd left that there were problems in the church with disunity and divisions and he sent the young Timothy there to try to restore order. At the time of writing this letter, the most personal of Paul's letters, he's writing to Timothy from prison He's in the middle of a court trial. He knows that shortly he'll be sentenced to death. Many friends have deserted him. He's lonely and he longs to see Timothy, who's become like a son to him. So he writes to Timothy, asking him to come and to also give him some advice about the Ephesian church. This morning, we're looking at the end of Paul's letter in chapter four. And these could be Paul's last words to Timothy. Paul speaks out of a heart that has loved Jesus for over 30 years and been faithful in serving him through good times and bad times. At the moment, both Paul and Timothy were having a tough time. Paul was facing death, execution. It doesn't get much worse than that. Timothy was having a really tough time facing opposition in the Ephesian church. And we too, in lots of different ways, are facing tough times as we go through this pandemic. And we're going to look at this letter, going to look at Paul's words to Timothy and see how they can help us be like Paul. Paul faithfully followed Jesus in his day-to-day -day life throughout his life and he lived well, he finished well. How can, how can we be like that? How can we keep going through these tough times following Jesus in our everyday lives? We're going to look at three things that Paul draws out. The first one is keep telling people about Jesus. The second one is keep going, keep persevering and worshiping and following Jesus. And the third one is remember you're human. So the first one, keep on telling people about Jesus. Paul is about to die, but he's not frightened. He's not scared of death. He knows that when he dies, he will see Jesus face to face. In verse four, he tells us he will receive the crown of righteousness. Paul is imagining an athlete in a race winning winning the prize. And in the Greek games, 
an athlete who won a race would be given a wreath of bay leaves to go around their head. And Jesus was giving Paul a would give Paul a crown of righteousness. There was a disparity here, a, a strangeness, because on the one hand, Paul was going to die at the hands of the Roman court. On the other hand, he was going to experience life, eternal life with Jesus, where there'd be no more tears, no more suffering, where he'd have joy and love in his relationship with Jesus and with Jesus' family for all eternity. The wonderful news is that we too, if we're trusting in Jesus, can be absolutely sure that we will meet Jesus face to face when we die and receive this crown of righteousness from his hands. Paul's words to Timothy help us to lift up our eyes from all the tough things that are going on in our lives now and to get a heavenly perspective on what's happening in our lives. Paul's heart is that everybody has the opportunity to hear the good news about relationship with God through trusting in Jesus. How they too can have no fear of death because this life is not all there is. We have our hope that goes on into eternity. And this message has come into sharper focus for us all during this pandemic. Paul had been faithful to his commission to Jesus to tell the Gentiles about Jesus. And now he's handing the baton on to Timothy. It was now Timothy's turn. In verse two, he says this, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season with great patience and careful instruction. It's now Timothy's turn to tell people about Jesus, to tell the, the true story, the true gospel. Timothy was facing huge difficulties in the Ephesian church. Influential people were bringing in some very dodgy teaching. Older people looked down on Timothy. We know that he suffered from constant ill health. We know that he was tempted to be ashamed of the gospel. Maybe he felt in comparison with the great Apostle Paul, he was insignificant and not really very good at sharing his faith. It's now our turn to tell people about Jesus. The baton has been handed down through the generations to us. And maybe, like me, many people begin their Christian lives really keen on telling people about Jesus, but somehow we just don't do it so often now. Or maybe we feel more like a Timothy than a Paul. We feel pretty insignificant and wonder what difference we can make. We need to remind ourselves of what Paul reminded Timothy at the beginning of his letter in chapter one, verse seven, that we don't need to be frightened, that Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of power, of love and self-discipline. The same spirit that was at work in the Apostle Paul was at work in Timothy and is now at work in us. So let's pray for opportunities to tell people about Jesus. 
And let's be confident that as we do so, as we speak to people about Jesus, then the Holy Spirit will give us words to say and also be at work opening the hearts of the people we speak to so that they can hear the love and truth of the gospel. So that's keep, keep on telling people about Jesus. The second one, Paul says, is keep going, be faithful and keep persevering in worship and following Jesus in your day-to-day -day life. In chapter three, Paul reminded Timothy about his way of life in the gospel. So he says to Timothy, don't just tell people the gospel, live it out in your life. Paul says this in chapter four, verse seven, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Paul is describing his life following Jesus as being like a soldier and like being an athlete. The life of a soldier can be tough. Being a Christian can be tough. We are not exempted from suffering and some of us go through really awful suffering. And we face battles along the way. We face spiritual battles where the enemy of our souls, who Jesus described as the father of lies, tries to deceive us and lie to us about who we are in Christ and draw us away from Jesus. And we face battles with sin and selfishness in our own lives as we try to follow Jesus in a life of holiness. But Paul can look back on his life and say he's fought the good fight and that fight is coming to an end. Unlike a good athlete, he's run the race of life with Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. He's now about to cross the finish line. It's been more of a, a marathon than a sprint. It, this pandemic certainly feels more like a marathon than a sprint. But now Paul has the joy of being about to cross that finishing line. And Paul can say with integrity, I have kept the faith. Paul lived his everyday life following Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul wasn't claiming to be perfect. He faced temptation just like we do. He had weaknesses just like we have. But he was faithful to his Lord throughout all those years. And Jesus is calling us to be faithful in our everyday lives following him, just as Paul was. And we're going to have an opportunity during Lent to reflect and pray into our everyday lives following Jesus. And we're going to have the opportunity to do what's called spiritual health checks. This simply means that there are gonna be some questions that we can look at by ourselves and see where God's at work in our lives. And then if we want to have the opportunity to chat that over with a member of the staff team. If you want to know more about that, then do come along to the question and answers after the service and we can talk about that more. So keep telling about Jesus, keep going, keep going, keep following Jesus in our day-to-day -day lives. And the third one is remember you're human. Paul is honest about his human needs. 
In his last days in prison, he is lonely. So many friends have deserted him or have gone away and he longs to see Timothy, so he asks him to come and see him. And Paul is cold, he's cold, it's cold in that prison. And he asked Timothy to bring with him his cloak, which he left in Troas. And Paul is probably bored. He asked Timothy to bring with him his books and scrolls that he left before his time in prison. Lockdown has given us a new insight into Paul's life in prison. We too long to see our friends. And we are experiencing the cold and gloomy days of a British winter. And we can get very bored as we are inside our homes, not seeing many people and having our lives totally disrupted. And it's absolutely not wrong to be honest about our needs. We're human beings and we've been fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And these needs are part of our humanity. It's good to be real with one another and ask for help if we're struggling, just like Paul asked Timothy for help. And also it's good for all of us, as so many of us are, to look out for each other and to help and encourage each other in really practical ways. So Paul's words to Timothy call us to faithfulness. They, they help us to not to look so much down at all the difficulties, but look up and get heavenly perspective on what's going on in our lives. But what about Jesus? Where is Jesus in all this? Paul's last words to Timothy assure us that Jesus is right here with us. At the beginning of Paul's defence in his trial, all his friends deserted him. But the Lord Jesus came and stood at his side and strengthened him. So even in that Roman court, Paul was able to preach, to speak the gospel. And we can know this same Jesus drawing close to us. In the darkest of times, Jesus draws especially close to us. We might not be able to see him, but we can be confident that he will draw close by the Holy Spirit and strengthen us in our inner being and comfort us and minister his love to us. We're going to have a time of worship now and we're going to sing a beautiful song asking the Holy Spirit to come to us afresh. Even though we're scattered all over the place, for the Holy Spirit, we're one family who love Jesus. You might want to stand up and sing your heart out now, or maybe you'd just like to sit quietly and know the Holy Spirit coming to you afresh. <laughs> 